Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When it comes to radio, AMP hits different. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. From hip-hop to house music to heavy metal, discover new-to-you tracks and playlists made by music lovers who know what's good. And that includes you. Jump in the chat or call in to share your taste and add your own picks to the mix. Download AMP, that's A-M-P, for free in the App Store or go to onamp.com. The best food in the world isn't on your typical delivery apps. It's right down the street in your very own neighborhood. With Chef, you can enjoy authentic dishes from over 90 different countries, freshly prepared by your local neighbors and delivered right to your door. With over 1 million dishes served, your local cooks spend hours preparing your meals with care plus attention you won't find anywhere else. Explore a world of flavor today at Chef.com. That's Chef with an S dot com. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess, a podcast brought to you by The Dip. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and making her podcast debut, well, not her podcast debut, her Hot Off the Mess debut, is Kaya Wilson. She is the genius behind the Instagram account, Bravo Well Black. She also runs all of our social media over here at The Dip. She's hilarious. She's probably the funniest person I've ever met, and I'm just so excited to welcome you. Hi. Hello, hello, hello. And thank you for having me on Hot Off the Mess. I did not know if this invitation would come. Um, I'm starting off 2022 with an invitation on Hot Off the Mess. So this is already a good year already. I've been wanting you to come on. I want to giggle. I want to talk shit. You're the best person to do that with, to be honest. Ditto. Because you've got some hot takes sometimes. (laughs) Don't tell Allison, other friend of the pod. Other, yeah, shout out to Allison, who famously said to me, not everything has to be a hot take. And that is something I think about every single day. Daily. I have it on my mirror as like a daily like affirmation. <laughs> so it is New Year's. Well, kind of. It's January 3rd. Basically New Year's. What are your New Year's resolutions? Do you, did you make any? Do you have any? I think that mine are very realistic. Every year I try and feel I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to work out every day. I'm going to do this and that. But no, my resolution is literally to hang out with friends and family more because of the pandemic. I haven't been able to see them. And now that I'm fully vaxxed, about to get boosted, and everyone else is fully vaxxed and about to get boosted, 
I cannot use the excuse any longer. You know, the Omicron is running around rampant. So, you know, there are some people that I don't like that I will be using that excuse for. But the people that I do like, I want to see them more. And my other one is to leave every man who is not my friend in 2021. So that means my whole slate of guys I've ever talked to romantically, they've been left in last year. Okay, your roster. My roster. I'm starting yeah. off with an all new roster. So if anyone I love that. knows anyone, you know, the girl is single and ready to mingle. What about you? Did you make any? I made, like you said, my it my resolutions were very realistic. Like I, like you said, it's like normally I'm like, I'm gonna work out every single day and I'm gonna do this. And it's like, bitch, shut the fuck up. You're probably yeah. not gonna do any of those things. So for the last few days, for the last three days, I've been really journaling every morning and I set my intentions for the day and I try to manifest and I write my body positivity shit because I, last year I kind of treated my body like shit. Same. I got to be completely honest. Like I was a full garbage human being. I, when I tell you, I would order food like every single day. Like it was getting to the point like where I'm like, you're literally trash. Sometimes you just don't feel like cooking. Kaya, it was every day, sometimes twice a day. Listen, you have to eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I support that. Kaya, that's a problem. Like, you know, it's bad sometimes when you have the same Grubhub driver. (laughs) How are you doing? Yeah, I'm like, oh, hey. It's me again. And it's like, you know, I don't believe in like toxic positivity at all. I think it's like really gross when people are just like, love your body, like love yourself. It's like, yeah, but we also can be realistic and acknowledge the fact that like you've really like I've really let myself go within the last like four months. So I'm really trying to like get back on. It's the holiday season that was going on before that. It was well, it's we still are in the pandemic. So we can no longer use that as an excuse. We just have to adjust to the new life around us. And what you can do is I've I've seen you. Now you're cooking in your stories. Oh, I'm actually a great cook. I love to cook. I just like, I was in like a really weird headspace. Last year, I made the very manic decision of going off my Zoloft cold turkey with no advice or, you know, anything from a medical professional. So that really sent me into some sort of tailspin. And then, so I'm just now kind of crawling, I'm crawling out of it. So. It's slowly, but surely. And that is actually like a tangible goal, a manageable goal. And you know how to cook. So it's just hard to like cook for one and figure out what you're going to eat every day. And then I am of the, I'm the kind of person that it's like, I'm hungry so I don't want to take all this time to cook. So I'm just going to wait 20 minutes for my delivery driver to bring it to me. Yeah, exactly. That's the problem. So, all right, enough talking about resolutions and shit like that. Let's get into like what we actually love to talk about, which is Bravo, pop culture, yeah. mindless bullshit. Gossip. gossip. I love to gossip. I don't care yeah, what anyone you know, does. Episode like, of Friends where her New Year's resolution is to gossip less. Like Rachel's New Year's resolution is to gossip less. 
I was like, that's terrible. I would be to gossip. I don't understand that. I think that the, I think the whole gossip being bad is really rooted in misogyny. And I'm just going to keep going with that. Like, why is it bad? We're storytellers. Well, guess what? Men are making podcasts and that is really just a gossip group for men. Exactly. Exactly. And who needs to hear from it? Not me. Not fucking me. I swear to God. Okay, so the mean? first thing, <laughs> exactly. you ask that in the Slack chat every day. You're like, why do men? I'm like, bitch, I don't know. So the first thing I want to talk about is over the holiday, a Twitter account threw out into the universe and said, what has Candy Burris done? Like why basically insinuating like she's not iconic. She doesn't do anything. She's just there kind of making her sound, no offense, like Cynthia. I was just about to say that. Or a Robin. And it's like, Candy is not that. And this person, I saw so much Candy love over the weekend. Thank God. I was thrilled. I was like, don't you fucking dare. Okay, starting with, we don't even have to start with candy. We can go a generation above. Mama Joyce and the old lady gang has carried seasons. Number one. Carried. Carried. <laughs> number two, then we go to candy. Like candy, her relationship with her mother, her relationship with Todd. Who she met through the housewives. Right. And she literally had the, the psychic on there that was telling her that husband was literally near her. So that's where, like, she started to get super interesting. And then, you know, her marrying Todd, getting her own spinoff. Tigers. She had tigers at her wedding. She had everything. I think it was coming to America themed. Yeah, it was literally the best Bravo wedding, I feel. Other than Sheena's crop top wedding. Oh, Sheena's (laughs) crop top wedding. I just rewatched that season recently. The foreshadowing of the downfall of Sheena and Mike Shea is, like, so dark. Like, you just... The way that Sheena can... I mean, wow, we're taking a really hard left, but I'm very passionate about Sheena Shea. I find her to be a really dark-sided, tragic figure. I have opinions about Sheena. Oh, you do? What are they? I want to let you finish, like... Oh, okay. My thing is, is, like, with Sheena, it's this pattern that we see where she doubles down on how much she's happy and in love. And it's like, you're miserable. So I don't know why people aren't picking that up. Or maybe they are with the whole Brock thing. It's very weird. Her proposal, weird. It's, I don't know. What are your What are your thoughts on Sheena? Okay, so over quarantine, I've always respected Sheena for, you know, her character. And her music career, obviously, a star. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I thought that this was going to be a Sheena redemption season. You know, we have no Saucy. We have no Kristen. We have mm-hmm. none of that mean girl group mentality where we had our awakening of, oh, my God, Sheena just right. wants to be a friend. You know, Sheena was right all along. She was better to these people than they were to her. And then mm-hmm. we go into this season and we have another situation where now she's had a baby with the man. So she's mm-hmm. stuck with the man regardless. So that's one. And two, we're seeing that she's kind of not this kind of hero that I thought that she was going to be this season, you know, misunderstood. Like, I think we actually do understand Sheena. She yeah. wants people to be her friend. 
and her friend only. She is pulling strings. She's not letting Raquel and Charlie talk to Danica. She's telling Instagram photos they can like. And I'm just like, this is not the, the Sheena redemption season that I'm looking for. And then you add in no. all the prop stuff. And it's like, girl, this man has not seen his kids. He's trying to get everyone but himself to pay for your engagement party. He's terrible to your mother. And I'm just like, this is not what I expected at all. No. And then like getting upset that James wants to be paid for posting on Instagram. First of all, Brock, you are no one. These people have built a career up to the show. Also, James made a good point. He's like, I post about DJ stuff. So like it would be kind of a weird brand like move to start posting about the like i'm not doing that i'm like honest king yeah and i hate james but when you have me literally agreeing with james then you know that you've done something did you see that james was hanging out with michelle the bachelorette yeah when they were were partying. partying i was like oh my god yeah i'm living i love her so much i know you're a big you're a bachelor person I am. You're I, kind of an everything person. I Listen, I watch from Love and Hip Hop to Jocelyn's Cabaret to The Bachelor. Like, I am a girl who's well-rounded. Not Jocelyn's Cabaret. Jocelyn's Cabaret is the number one show in the world. Season three is coming. It's on Zeus. Every time <laughs> it comes on, I pay that $3.99 a month. And that's just <laughs> that. And you need to be watching it. A friend of the pod, Raven... At mainly Bravo, oh, yeah. she will tell you the same thing. Jocelyn's Cabaret is something that everyone needs to be watching yes. on the planet. Number one show on the planet, as she told Wendy Williams, and she was dead serious, and I'm dead serious. Okay, speaking of like love and hip hop, like the like love and marriage, Monique Samuels is heading up her own love and marriage show on own, correct? Yes, she is. And that show is directed by Carlos King, who produced the best seasons of Atlanta. And I've been lobbying for Carlos King to come back. Um, Aaron, my Bravo Wild Black co-star and very close friend, has been lobbying for Phaedra to come back. I understand why that's problematic, but he got his wish, but I have not gotten my wish. However, I am excited to see what the new Love and Marriage DMV is going to be about. And, you know, there are some people who dislike Monique. There are some people who love Monique. And there are some people who feel indifferent. I happen to love Monique, so that's why I'll be tuning in. But I will say that I do not think this is the best option for their marriage. No, I'm worried about that. Yeah. I love their family. I do, too. I love their family. I love, I just didn't obviously love what took place season five of Potomac, but I always liked Monique before all of that. Like, it wasn't like I have disliked her and I still, I mean, I do think she's maybe very allegedly covering all my bases right now. Maybe a little anti-vax, possibly. The oils, it's getting weird. It's getting a little weird. She did post about... She did post about having COVID and the oils cured it. So anywho, I'm just wondering, like, why, why do a reality show again that focuses on your relationship with Chris? Because I feel like that's not going to end well. And it's not like they need the money. Like, Chris they is don't. very, very, very 
well off and very successful. Yeah. So I'm just like, I don't get it. I mean, unless the, they need money for her oils. The oils are actually like selling because I was on her um, YouTube show thing that she has, mm-hmm. she has like, the YouTube channel. And honey, people were in those comments saying, how can I use for this? What can I use for that? So the oils are selling. I don't understand why she chose to do this show, but I want to make it clear that OWN is not a downgrade. It's a network owned by Oprah Winfrey. So I saw a lot of people saying that, oh, she's going from Bravo to OWN and you guys She's not going to Weed TV. Yeah, she's not going to Weed TV. So put some fucking respect on Carlos King and put some fucking respect on Oprah Winfrey. And Carlos King hosts the reunions for his shows. And the line of questioning that he delivers on these shows. I don't watch them, but I keep up with them on Twitter. And it's truly riveting television. It's exactly what those characters need. Because if you knew the men on Love and Marriage Huntsville, they're nothing compared to some of the men on Bravo. Like, you would have a stroke. I do. When I saw some clips... Uh, of these reunions I was and like the way these men were like ants like what they were discussing I was like trash throw them away I okay we're gonna this this podcast you know what guys we're coming back from a holiday my mind is in the fucking I don't know <laughs> my brain is like if not you working wrap it up we can go back to candy by talking about how he produced that season where Portia Honestly, though, if you listen to this podcast and you enjoy it, you're not one of those people that leave me negative reviews, your brain probably works similarly to mine where it just kind of takes you on a journey. So speaking of men that are maybe trash, let's talk about Portia Family Matters. Now, I have to say something. I watch every episode of this show. I love it so much. But there's so much deep-rooted, like, history with every single person in the cast. But, like, we're not getting into it. So, like, I kind of never really know what's going on, but I'm enjoying it. But it's also very stressful because this is not making Portia look good. This show is making Portia Williams look not, not, I mean, this is, this is not going well. It's the exact opposite of what I thought it was going to be. And yet, <laughs> and yet I want 10 more seasons. I uh, need, I need cameras on at all times. Yes. I thought it was yeah. going to be like, you know, me and Simon proving how in tune we are. That man does not even know her middle name, but it's not about her relationship with Simon. It's not about her social activism, which she, you know, is very rooted in that. I want us to, Forget about that because of this show. It's not about her social activism. It's not about her businesses. It's literally Portia family versus Dennis's mama Gina. And I am shaking to my core with every episode. I'm like, this is the worst thing that she could have done, but I'm glad she did it because it's so entertaining. It's so entertaining. And not only is it Portia's family against Dennis and Mama Gina, who, Mama Gina, I got to say, when I saw that confessional look, and you know the one I'm talking about, 
I pause. I I paused. I was like, I was like, who is that? First of all, I know. I was I was really confused. I was like, has this person been on every episode so far? Because I've never seen this person in my life. I mean, she's no Miss Diane. Oh, Miss Diane, who I'm obsessed with. You know why Miss Diane didn't come to Mexico, right? Because she knew that they were going to act like that oh. in Mexico and Miss Diane was not she's like I'm not doing this with you guys you guys are fucking crazy so like I was saying and not only is it Portia's family against Dennis it's also Portia's mom's side versus Portia's dad's side like sometimes there's conflict there and then I have to say something that's really been weighing on me and I think much like how Mia on Potomac loves her mother but almost wants to punish her for, like, how she treated her, like, as in her childhood and, like, kind of puts her shit kind of on blast, you know, in a way that's, like, very... I feel weird about it sometimes. I feel that way about Lauren and Portia. I feel like Lauren genuinely, like, loves Portia because it's her sister, but she also is, like... I'm going to kind of make you look terrible to get back at you for firing me and treating me like shit. Absolutely. And it's amazing because she's telling her straight up in her face. She's (laughs) telling her straight up in her face. You're not doing the work. Why do you give so much of a fuck about what Dennis McKinley is doing? You are engaged. Did you hear her call? Dennis, her brother-in-law. And I'm like, you are doing this on purpose. Like, that is not your brother-in-law. They did not get married. She's with a completely different person. And she's talking about how Portia didn't value her when she was her employee. We see more scenes of Lauren and Dennis than we see of Lauren and Portia. And I'm like, what's going on there? There's some vibes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I thought that too, but I was like, I don't want to like read too much into that, but also like I'm feeling energy, like I'm feeling some vibes. And they are, you know, keeping it in the family because Dennis definitely, okay, for him to have beef with Storm is ridiculous. You are a 41 year old man. You Mm -hmm. are literally about to jump down like a 21, 23-year-old girl's throat who formerly worked for you. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder why she gets on your nerves so much. It, right. There's well, something more there. There's also, they said that Storm was upset when Portia started coming around. So maybe she's kind of butthurt that like Dennis chose Portia. I don't know, but... I can't get enough of this show, but it also just is like, Portia, you're making yourself look terrible. But I do have to agree with Dennis. I mean, he's he's kind of coming out on top. Oh, yeah. People have really come around on Team Dennis. I was on Team Dennis until they started until the like, end. fighting. And I'm like, no, you're a grown man. So what do you what do you think happened in this situation? Because the the last like five minutes of the last episode, it was fucking insane i've rewatched it i've watched it like so intently to try to figure out what's happening and what i've gathered could be totally wrong is that mama gina was standing next to portia and portia like lunged at her and then dennis like intervened and like kind of threw portia 
to get her away. Yeah. Is that what happened? Am I I making that up? Okay. So Mama Gina and Portia were going at it. Portia's like, pick your sluts and your mom. And I was like, put that on a shirt. Um, And then Dennis got involved. I think that Dennis like lunged at Portia first. And that's what people aren't seeing. Like they're seeing Portia like respond to what Dennis did. So Mama Gina was in the mix somehow. But okay. even just for him to get so like rowdy and riled up when you yeah. have security there, it's a woman. We do know that Portia loves to fight though. Like I'll never forget when she chased that oh, girl yeah, down the does. alley. I'll never forget when she pulled Kenya off stage. Portia loves to scrap. But mm-hmm. you are a grown man. Security is there. You needed to get your mom and you needed to go. If you didn't want to go yeah. to Mexico, leave. Like you have enough money. Yeah. Stop. Right. He's like, he shouldn't, I don't know. He shouldn't have done any of that. His reaction was completely like scary. Like, I just don't understand like how people get this like upset about stuff. Like I, I I could never, I'm way too fucking tired to be fighting. Like the way I would be Simon. He was like, okay, we'll just talk about this tomorrow. I'm like, they're screaming at each other, Simon. Like, like, wake up. adding Dennis on the back. And like... Yes, he was like, we'll talk about this. We'll just have a chat. Like, <laughs> like if he didn't have that money, I would have no fiance if I was Like, you're lucky you are a multi-millionaire. Also, oh, he's been married 400 times. Who is this man? Does he really have all this money? Like... I don't see any chemistry between him and Portia. I find this, di- I find their relationship to be very weird. She doesn't like him. And no. you know what? If she, she has to be doing it for the money. And I respect that. But at least kind of <laughs> fake the funk, you know? Like, she's not right. even faking it. Like, I think it was it the last episode where he was asking her to, like, give Dennis, get Dennis's stuff out of her house and she thought that he was asking her for sex and she was just like, um, no, I don't want to do that. And he's like, no, I'm talking about something completely different. And I'm like, girl, you just, you just fumbled the bag right there. Like we <sighs> need to believe that you're in love with this man, because even at the beginning, it doesn't look good for Portia. This was supposed to change our minds about what happened, why he, yeah. he left Fallon, why they're in love, why they're getting married. Mm-hmm. And it's doing the exact opposite. It's reconfirming what we thought. I wanted to see like some Teresa Louie fucking going on. Louie might be a grifter, but they're like all over each other all the time. Like they're, she's constantly masturbating. She's constantly touching him. And I wanted to see that kind of level of like intensity between Simon and Portia. And like, there just isn't any of that. There's not even like a hug going on. Nothing. 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 But we'll be watching it. Oh, I'll continue to watch it forever. Enjoy quality homemade meals without the hassle. With Chef, you can choose from thousands of authentic dishes prepared with care by the best local cooks in your community, all made with fresh ingredients and delivered right to your door. It's like your own personal chef with an unbeatable variety. Explore cuisines from over 90 different countries from Mexico to Thailand and more at chef.com. That's chef with an S.com.
Okay, so speaking of Sunday Night Television and Porsche Family Matters, let's talk about Salt Lake City. What are your thoughts on this season? Um, I don't understand why everyone is saying that it's it's boring. I think that there was a very high standard set by the previews because we saw Jen get arrested there at the beauty lab, but there's actually so much going on right now. Oh. You know, it's Mary versus everyone, Lisa versus Meredith. I think there was a slow start. Like I think the fir- I think they didn't have to keep a lot of that Brooks and Meredith stuff in. Like that yeah. was so fucking lame. I was like, okay, we gotta just it could have been two episodes and then we could have gotten into the Jen Shaw arrest because right. that's where it all popped off. And mm-hmm. I've been obsessed with it every single week. Like this this last Sunday, this this episode <laughs> what was there's so much going on. I'm des- I'm desperately worried about Whitney's finances. Okay, we just know that she is doing the show for money and she has like no storyline. What I do want to <laughs> Okay. Put it put it bluntly. What I do want to address though is is Seth okay? There's something about Seth Marks that just gives like speed to me. But he doesn't creep me out. It's just like this man mm-hmm. is just skeevy he has white dad energy and why is he getting a a cake of whitney's boobs on the next episode i can't quite figure out seth marks but i i think i love him when he said to mary are those products right and she said no they're they're christian bottoms and he's like red bottoms like he was just so excited drunk as hell to to he was so drunk. Like, he's so drunk. He was also put in a headlock by Whitney's brother. Yes. And I'm like, what's going on? I'm Seth like. was a true star of this episode. And he was like, well, do you go golfing with your wife? And Whitney's husband is like, yeah. Justin's like, yeah, I do. It's like, what? And I'm just like, this is just. Yeah. Like, he just gives such manic, very. <laughs> But lovable energy. I can't quite put my finger on it. I can't quite put my finger on, truthfully, any of the men on this show. I find Lisa and her relationship with her husband to be, honestly, goals. Because she's insane. And he just, like, lets her be insane and just thinks she says the weirdest shit. Like, she's like, I wish I was going to prom. And he's like, no, (laughs) you don't. Like, why are you cleaning the toilet? What the fuck are you doing right now? Like, she's so... She's my favorite. I love her. Yeah. I know you're a Lisa Barlow fan. I am a Lisa Barlow stan, honey. Oh, it's, stan. it's because everyone wants to be her friend. And by everyone, yeah. I mean Heather and Whitney. And it's weird because desperately. Whitney desperately wants to be her friend, but yet she is always trying to catch her in an aha moment. And it's like, uh-huh. do you want to be her friend or do you not want to be her friend? But I will say the realest person on the cast is new Jen. Like Jenny? Yes. Jenny. New Jen Jenny. She's the realest person on the cast. She's just like, what the hell is wrong with all of you? Yeah, she's like, I don't live on this planet with all of you, thank God. When she told Heather, as Heather was eating a meatball skewer, which looked delicious, said, I'm giving these shoes back. Because it's fake. Like, why? Like, she... But it's not even that she was, like, gave her, like, a real reason. She just was like, why wouldn't I? 
Like what, what, what are you all doing right now? And Heather was like, I wish I was that good of a person. She's like, I'm keeping my gift. Well, I haven't got a $10,000 gift. So I would keep, I mean, what are, so this Jenny Mary situation, Mary needs help. Mary needs, uh, professional help like I genuinely I she's she has always been a little Kim Richards to me like where I don't find her quirkiness that funny I feel like it's very deep-rooted and like very dark shit and like it's getting to that point and also like racism yeah for sure and when she got dragged by um Jenny I was fully here for it and it was like ridiculous because she's like, oh, well, that's, you know, I, she kept saying it again. And I'm like, if she's telling you that it's offensive, why would you say it again? Right. She's like, why are you doubling down on this? And then I've been seeing things on Twitter about shit. And I'm just like, it's not up to you to decide what's offensive. It's up to the person who's like, who's, you know, this thing is being said about them. If she deems it offensive and it hurts her, that, then that's all that matters. I don't, exactly. I don't understand. And I'm glad that Whitney kind of was like, why is everyone like glazing over this? Like what she said is like really fucked up. And the fact she's doubling down. And fuck me because I find Jen Shaw to be so fucking charming and I hate myself for it. I do. I love her. And I know she's a fraudster. I know she's a thief. I know she's all of these things, but I can't help myself. I can't. I love her so much. When she was swindling her mother out of her retirement while stuffing toothbrushes in plastic bags, I was like, she's I like, do we're, it too. We're, we're giving back. We're giving back. Like, yeah, she's like, you know, doing this makes me feel better. I'm like, this is such a PR move. I can't handle it. But like, when she is in her confessionals, like giving us giggles, I was like, oh, God damn it. I was like, I love her because like, she's like, if I heard Mary say that about Jenny, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been calm. I was like, I would have loved to see that. And then of course, next week we get her a, looking to be an attack on Lisa Barlow on a, again, a no, you know, a white person is mad when they say, let's fucking go. And I heard let's go from Lisa Barlow. And I'm like, oh, it's about to go down. Like she's from New York. I did not think that we would get a physical altercation from Jen to Lisa this season. You know, like we already got Mm -hmm. Jen whipping. That's why I don't understand. Like I like Heather, but I don't understand where her loyalty lies. It's like, why are you going so hard for Jennifer Shaw when this woman physically hit you last season? (laughs) And called you a manatee, called you Shrek. All yeah, these things she's going hard. So that's kind of why I'm confused with Heather and Whitney's dislike when it comes to Mary and Lisa, because it's like you are focusing on Mary's church, allegedly, right? But you guys mm-hmm. are Mormon and Heather, you just got out of the Mormon church. How about mm-hmm. you go and focus on exposing these Mormon pastors, these Mormon and like make that your storyline because for you to go so hard on Mary when you're trying to also like be friends with Jen Shah who's actually accused of something illegal 
mm-hmm. it's it's hypocritical. Like Mary's not the one who's being investigated. Mary's not the one who's been charged. Right. Why are you going after Mary so hard? You know, I have such an issue and I've said this on the podcast so many times. I take such issue with this idea that Mary is a cult leader. I think it's, I, it just doesn't sit right with me that on a show where the backdrop is Mormonism, like we're focused on Mary's church. It's like, I mean, maybe there's something shady going on there. I don't fucking know, but it's, I mean, sorry if you're religious and listen to this podcast. I'm not. I feel like that's most religions. Like, like look at like, I mean, Jamal Bryant, for example, like he's running this mega church. Have you, has no one seen Righteous Gemstones? Like, (laughs) like, I'm just like, this is church. Like these are, it's, it's the church. But at the end of the the day, this is the thing with the churches and the mega churches, they are not like, you, you choose to do that. You choose to believe that. You're you choosing to, to give your money. You choose right. to, you know, go through these things and believe your past. Like, this is a mm-hmm. complete choice. So if Mary is living off of her congregation's money, then, you know, th- this is what these people chose. Whereas Jen is like, what she's accused of is swindling mm-hmm. old people out of their money and just like Mary said, even though she was terrible for saying the cartel, like the Mexican comment, and especially it's, the yeah, that was yeah, very that bizarre, was terrible. But Homeland is secure. Homeland Security is after Jennifer Shaw. Homeland Security is not after Miriam Cosby. Mary Cosby. And right. you guys are like taking gifts from her. I know. I would feel crazy inviting her to your events. And going after her at the same time. So while Mary, let me be clear, Mary is batshit crazy. There's something completely fucked up in and out. But she is not doing anything illegal so far that That we we know know of right now. That we know of right now. So the focus on her and her church is just very weird to me. And and I especially feel weird talking about it, considering that the guy Cameron has like passed away. So I don't I know. even want to get into that. Like, it just feels and, No, it feels so icky. It's very muddied waters. Like, I just don't feel right about it. But you know who I really take fucking issue with this season? Mm-hmm. Meredith Marks. Oh, what happened? I struggle with her so deeply because it's like, like this idea that like, she's like, what? Like, I don't get this deep rooted issue with Jen. Like, move on. If you're going to be on Housewives, this is what, this is my... PSA to all people that want to be on Housewives or Housewives, if you're listening, you have to be able to move on from shit. You have to. That is why the women of Potomac, the women of New York City, give us such great seasons and great television is because they don't like sit in it for very long. They're like, okay, if we're going to have a conversation at lunch and you apologize to me, we're moving on. Bethany Frankel literally called Luana slut and a whore (laughs) and they were friends. Like, Bethany helped get Luann into rehab. Like, they move on. So this idea that Meredith, like, can't let this shit go with Jen, I find to be so annoying and exhausting. And she looked terrible in that feather outfit. She thought she was giving, honey. She was giving She thought she was giving. She was not giving. (laughs) She was not. And it is one of my things where it's like, if you're going to be a bitch, at least look fucking good. 
And she looks like Lisa so much. And she, her hair her. constantly looks greasy. Her hair constantly looks greasy. She's constantly giving me, you know, sleepy time tea. <laughs> like, she's so asleep. I'm just like, what are you doing? You're on an ensemble cast, bitch. She's going to show up. Yeah, she completely disengages. But I think that we also, we, we always need a Cynthia. And I guess that she thinks she's that not she even giving carried last season with her marriage scandal. I'm disengaging. I'm disengaging and the whole Brooks thing. Yeah. So um, she thinks that she has it like secured and she kind of talks out of the side of her mouth like nails. And I'm just like, girl, what are you saying? Yeah. Enunciate. Speak up. Open your mouth. Like, I, and Lisa's just like, what is going on? Like, what is Meredith's alliance to marry? I find it weird. Everything about this show is just so batshit backwards that I love it. It's amazing. And I'm like, this is only a second season. I love it so much. Like, what's going to happen? The reunion. Okay, so when is Jen's, like, next? March. Okay, and when do they film the reunion? I think, like, very soon. I want them to pause this reunion until after Jen's. Well, you know we'll probably get hit with the, like... On March something something 2022, before this or after yeah. this was aired, Jennifer Shaw. Like, they're going to do that. And then Andy, like, might give us, like, who knows, like, a sit down Ooh. with Jen Shaw after the hearing. I want them to do it on Zoom so badly because if you weren't there oh. that one time when we were all on Zoom and Wendy motherfucking Williams was on the line, you have no idea how it was. Like, it didn't matter if you were Team Teresa or Team Jackie. It didn't matter if you were Team Monique or Team Candace. America came together. We were all trying to get on that call. And it was literally the most beautiful thing that I've seen happen within the Bravo verse. United. Bravo United, everyone. It was beautiful. Can we please talk about that Jersey trailer for a little bit? I think Jersey is one of the most underrated franchises. It I think the last like three seasons have been some of the best. It always left me wanting more. Always. And they're like the most, I feel like low key on social media. Like they really are just like posting pictures of their kids and like, like, yeah, they might do like some spawn con shit, but like, it's, it's different. It's not like they fight on Twitter. There's no. not a lot of like mess. No, because they save their shit because they want to physically knock and buck on camera. Like they're oh. the most violent. They're the most violent group ever and when i saw the trailer of patterson dolores coming <laughs> not patterson Dolores, but like wendy williams would say black dolores literally came out she's black like, dolores as she's known on twitter i i mean seriously i was screaming because I, I love when patterson dolores comes out it comes out so rarely but when it does i'm just like delicious it's a treat and i can't wait to see the louis of it all the louis of it all that he's a he's like a car salesman i i cannot wait and after seeing real housewives ultimate girls trip i've taken a new liking to both teresa to and melissa honestly and i'm glad that melissa is not faking marriage issues anymore because if i had to sit through one more season of her and joe possibly quote unquote splitting up i'd like you're just you're lying like i would start a campaign stop melissa gorga from lying about her marriage 
I like Melissa Gorga. Like, I think I bet she's a great fucking time. Like, I bet she's so fun to like gossip with, drink it's wine with, girl. like super fun. A girl's girl. Uh, but pe- so people are like always talking about how she doesn't bring anything to the show. Without Teresa, what would she have? But at the same time, what would Teresa have without Melissa? Like, like they they both kind of feed off of each other. And like Teresa's kind of been absolutely horrible to Melissa, but I also think Melissa probably did shit to Teresa. Like it's this like like she said on our girls' dynamic. trip, like they went on the show behind her back. That was first of all. Mm-hmm. And then second, Teresa also said that she's never had a good season of her show. That that kind of broke my heart. That's where I like was I like, know. okay, like I feel bad, but I want to see some shit with Louie go down. When I just I love Margaret. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. I think Margaret is a real fucking bitch. Yeah. And I mean that in a she's way a where it's like teller. she's a down ass bitch. She's a truth teller. She's honest about her shit. And she's probably so sick of Jennifer Aiden, who I also love, throwing like this cheating bullshit around in Merit or in Margaret's face all the time. Cause Margaret's like, your husband cheated on you. Like, why are you always coming for me? And you know about it. Right. Like, oh, that's what the blogs say, child. The blogs. Yeah, she knew about it. The blogs. <laughs> the blogs. Potomac in Atlanta loves to say the blogs. The blogs. We got Bravo Wild Black on Hot Off the Mess, and we are going to be meshing both of both worlds. We got the blogs the saying blogs. that Jen Aiden knows exactly who her man has been cheating for. Exactly. And Margaret's like, so shut the fuck up. Stop coming for me right. and my husband. Like, I'm over it. And then I just, the, the only thing I have to say about Jersey that's frustrating that I've just fully accepted is that <sighs> Teresa's just not smart so it's hard to like have an argument with her i feel the same way about Teresa Mm -hmm. because she's not gonna get it it's just i didn't get that though like i am not an oc watcher i really wasn't a new york watcher for a while Mm -hmm. i recently got into new york like a few years ago but i definitely haven't been like an oc and a jersey watcher i'm catching up on jersey you know, I like their violence, but it's just like it was a little, a little, a little diddly do for me. And I'm just like, diddly do upsets me so much. But now I'm like, there's nothing in between. No, there's no it's higher. No. So like now I get her like you have to get Teresa. Yes. In order to appreciate her. Now I get it. Once you just accept right. that that's who she is and she's right. really just like a Kesha song plays in her head on loop every day. Like once you just accept that, like it's just easier. And like to see her on girls trip, just really just be so full of love and like joy and just was chill. And the way that she loved Kenya Mm -hmm. came out of nowhere. Cause I am team twirl and it's unpopular. Oh, team twirl forever. Yes. Team twirl. I'm sorry. Like, she is the moment. Like she was on Dancing with the Stars. She was swirling and backflipping and everything. She should have won. But oh, yeah. anyways, the point is I anyway. love their friendship. I love how Kenya literally gave her her free trip. <gasps> Teresa was like in tears. I'm like, what yeah. the fuck is going when on? Teresa like, was like, no one it. on my show is nice to me. I'm like, they're kind of not. 
that nice to her. Like they're always coming for her. It's all, it's the Teresa show. It is well, she's like a, I don't yeah, think she's a star. I don't think Jersey would survive without Teresa. But I do. Right. I'm a little worried about Teresa and Dolores's friendship now that because Dolores wasn't invited to the engagement party. What? Yeah, she wasn't invited to Louie and Teresa's engagement party recently, and people were, like, asking about it. So then Teresa had to come out and be like, it was an oversight. No, that's weird. Dolores has been your number one supporter, childhood friend. That's not an oversight. That that screams Louie to me. Mm -hmm. She knows something. I don't like it. And I'm here for Dolores and her new man, even though I had no idea that she broke up with her old man. You know, it's everything. It's everything. She looks, she looks so good. She is like truly one of the most beautiful housewives. Yeah. Like her body is like banging at all times. Yeah. And if they ever get sick of her in Jersey, just move to Potomac. We wear another difference. She's darker than Robin. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, Kaya, I love you so much. Um, tell everybody where they can find you <laughs> on the social medias. If you want to get a little problematic, but also want to support the Black Bravo community, follow me at Bravo Wild Black on Patreon, on Instagram, on Twitter. And please, if you're not following the Dips social media page, please follow me there. T-H-E-D-I-P-P. And thank you so much for having me. Like, this has been such a fun time. Such and a we're fun time. Do it again, we're going to have a half the mess Rockwell Black crossover. Absolutely. So we can have Aaron on here and we can really get shit up. Yeah, we need to do that because that would just bring me so much joy. I love you so much. I love you so much. And everybody, thank you so much for listening. Of course, use code HOTM at thedip.com to get 20% off your subscription. Uh, Sorry, I like had a moment there. Um, And of course, please rate, review and subscribe to this podcast wherever you listen. And I will talk to you guys all on the gram. Bye. Here's to the great American settlers, the millions of you who settled for unsatisfying jobs because they pay the bills. Of course, there is something else you could do if you got something to say. Start a podcast with Spreaker from iHeart and unleash your creative freedom. Maybe even earn enough money to one day tell your old boss, hey, I'm no settler, I'm an explorer. Spreaker.com, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R. Hustle on over today. Gorgeous gaming, stunning streams, unbelievable bandwidth. It's another Lifestyles of Gagillionaires. Meet the AT&T Fiber customers winning at life with hyper gig speeds. Meet Gagillionaire Terry. While his love of streaming horror movies has him constantly on the edge of his seat, his internet bill won't give him a scare. Oh, don't go in there. I'm telling you. Because since Terry upgraded to AT&T Fiber with hyper gig speeds, he doesn't worry about data caps or equipment fees. Come on, man. The door's open for a reason. And best yet, he also doesn't stress about a price increase at 12 months because with the amazing Gagillionaire lifestyle comes an exquisite sense of tranquility. <laughs> Most of the time. Live like a Gagillionaire. Get straightforward pricing with AT&T Fiber, internet that upgrades everything. No data caps, no equipment fees, and no price increase at 12 months. Limited availability in select areas. Visit att.com slash hypergig for details.